Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith. I'm the Director of Digital Ministries at Watermark Community Church in Dallas, Texas. And I'm here with our senior pastor, Todd Wagner. Hey, Rick. You said Real Truth Real Quick real quick. It was good. Thank you. You're looking like a coach today. You got your blue on. Royal that's blue. What, that's what we advertised underneath the deal a couple of weeks ago. Go check it out. That's the yeah. fun they made of me. You look like a coach. Thank you. Well, that's I what I like about you. All right, hey, good. listen. So here's the question today. Should a Christian give money to the man on the corner specifically in relation to Luke 6.30 that says, give to everyone who asks you, and even if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Good. Hey, so this is a great illustration because that would be a verse that would easily use that you should always give money to anybody who asks of you. But we've talked about on here before that what you got to do is learn to read the Bible correctly, right? And so part of reading the Bible correctly is you take every verse in context. So you got, was that a Bible? Did you have your Bible open there where you read it? This was an iPad, a digital version. Okay, so you just pulled 630 out. Boom, right and that's there. exactly what the guys in the street corner might do. If you look at Luke 631, the very next verse, it tells you to treat others the way you want them to treat you. And so here's my question, Rick. Do you want people to enable an irresponsible lifestyle in you? Uh, sometimes, not all the time. I yeah. hope not. I mean, yeah. Absolutely, man. When you're given over to sin or when you're not yeah. walking in the spirit, you do, or when you're devoid of Christ. Yeah, but I hope not. Most of the time, I hope not. Right. Okay. And so what you got to do is just say, okay, look at, am I really going to love this guy? Because we do know this, that the Bible says, let everything you do be done in love. That's uh, 1 Corinthians 16, 14. Okay. And so you got to ask yourself, I do want to treat this guy in a way that's loving towards him. I don't want to look at him with disdain. I don't want to look down on him. I don't want to be disrespectful to him. That is an image bearer of God. And certainly maybe somebody that the image of God has diminished in them, but the scripture tell us how to treat folks like this. So a couple of things. Because I even have some people go, well, I don't give them money, but I make little bags in my car with socks and clean underwear in there and peanut maybe some sandwiches. granola bar, peanut butter sandwiches. But look, and that's all good and kind, but it may not be kind in the long run. It's the kind of helping that in fact could hurt. So one of the things that we do, A, is we've got a relationship with some of our ministry partners here in town that really love and can... Uh, in a sustained way, care for individuals that really want to be helped. What I always do is I say, man, do you really want help or do you just want me, you know, in this moment to give you what you want so you can be for a second anesthetized to some of the consequences that you got there? And by the way, I engage these guys every chance I get. And I usually, with my kids are with me, I just say, hey, man, let me ask you a question. How do we get here? And they go, oh, man, it's a long story. I go, well, synthesize. And they always say the same thing. Bad choices. And then another bad choice. And then a lot of bad choices. And all of a sudden, those choices had a consequence in my life that left me in a place I don't want to be. And frankly, if you give them money, if you give them even food at that moment, you might be just sustaining a lifestyle that they hate and is destructive to them. So we've got to really partner with ministries or be a part of the ministry that really gives them a way out. And we have guys at Watermark that are leaders and members of our church that have been on the streets that we have loved and helped on the way out, all the way out. We've got a ministry here called Welcome Home. That doesn't just give guys a meal, but it really gives them a place where they can learn to care for themselves. All right? By the way, that's exactly what Scripture encourages us to do. So let me just read you some real truth. All right. Real quick. Real quick. Here we go. Second Thessalonians chapter 3. This is what it says in verses 6 and following. It says, um, Now we command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you keep away from every brother who leads an unruly life and not according to the tradition which you have heard and received from us. For you yourselves know how you ought to follow our example because we did not act in an undisciplined manner among you. Nor do we eat anyone's bread without paying for it, but with labor and hardship, we kept working night and day so that we would not be a burden to any of you. What Paul's basically saying right here is we weren't undisciplined and we weren't a burden by our undisciplined lifestyle on you. 
not because we didn't have the right to do this as an apostle who was doing the work of the Lord, but in order to offer an example for you, he says, as a model for you, so that you would follow our example. For even when we were with you, we used to give you this order. If anyone is not willing to work, then he is not to eat either. For we hear that some among you are leading an undisciplined life, doing no work at all, but acting like busybodies. Now such a person we command and exhort in the Lord Jesus Christ to work in a quiet fashion, eat their own bread. But as for you, brethren, don't grow weary in doing what is good. This is talking to believers specifically. A lot of the guys that we're going to meet on the street aren't abiding with Christ. And so we want to, in the name of Jesus, love them. But that doesn't mean hurting them as they continue to live in rebellion. We want to treat them the way we would want others to treat us, which is to show us the way out. We don't just offer them a prayer, all right? We offer them a path. And we tell, hey, if you really want to get help, I'm partnering with the ministry, Dallas' Union Gospel Mission, a few others. I'll get you there. I'll get you transportation there. And a lot of times they've got all kinds of reasons why they don't want that. And I tell folks, hey, if you like what you got, keep doing what you're doing. But I'm going to warn you, if you keep doing what you're doing, you're not going to like what you got. So you got to be thoughtful. I wouldn't do it in isolation. I would do it with my community whenever I dive in to help. These people on the streets are expert manipulators and liars a lot of times. Some of them are really wounded. And so you got to give them more than a five to get them off your conscience. You got to give them your life and impart to them not just the gospel, but your very life as well, and put them in contact with ministries if you're not the one who can really minister to them. Giving people five bucks is not always the compassionate thing to do. Sounds great. Hey, thank you for checking out Real Truth real quick, and we'll see you next week.